Hey guys, it's your host Rosina. Welcome back. And we are here today with Nick Highland. How's it going? So Nick, tell us about yourself. Music has always been like a, a big part of my life. I come from a very musical family. Both my parents play. My grandfather played too. They were always very supportive of the arts and, you know, pursuing your passions, your dreams, and like getting to know who you are. Did they also pursue uh, their degree like you did with the performing arts here in Chicago? They stuck to sort of that like, okay, we have a family, we need to take care of these kids. Um, and But when they found out that I wanted to pursue it, they were all for it, um, as long as I got a degree. How did you find your way into performing in terms of, I'm assuming singing came first to you, so how did you get into performing? Well, I used to do uh, a lot of musical theater, but whenever my mom would play, she would always bring me up on stage, even though my face was like beet red and like, uh, yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah, so she would always just like bring me up and that was sort of like my first venue sort of into it. Do you stick with musicals so you can get a bit of both? Or do you sometimes go, uh, acting is my passion, or is music, or do you have a preference? Honestly, right now, I'm feeling music. Like, I, that's something that's been, like, a part of me for so long, and I, I feel like I need to give it its, like, due diligence. I've sat with, you know, theater and acting for, like, quite a bit of time at school. And I feel this trend coming through, especially with, like, plays there's starting to be more of this musicality that's mixed into it it's not necessarily a musical like with a full like 32 piece orchestra or all that but you know it's just someone with a guitar or just even a cappella that's being added into because everybody can sing regardless of if you think you can sing you can sing so that's that's where i'm at what would you say is your favorite musical or play that you have played in. I love language-driven plays. Um, Blood Wedding by Lorca is incredible. Um, there's a lot of, it's Spanish, um, and I did translation obviously, but God, it is, the musicality in that is beautiful. How or why did you choose to pick up the guitar? When was it and why a guitar? I was inspired when I would see the connection that you can make with guitar and how and what mood it immediately sets you into. And you know where you're at when, when you hear an acoustic guitar or an electric guitar or a bass, any strings really, like that string instruments just take you to a place unlike any other. Was it hard to learn it or did you have like a rough patch over that learning curve or was it kind of just, no, nah, this is, I'm born to do this. Yeah, I mean, there's sort of that feeling where you're like, wait a minute, like, this this feels great when you connect with your instrument, and, you know, that that's something that no one can ever take away from you. I learned from the Old Town School of Folk Music here in Chicago, and which is great, if ever, like, shameless plug, they're <laughs> freaking awesome um, for any instrument. Um, but yeah, yeah, I went through their, their levels, and I'm still learning. You took about a year to go to Los Angeles. And while you were there, you were part of a homeless outreach. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? So there's this great um, 
program that I actually helped start called Ground Game Los Angeles. And um, it grew out of this grassroots campaign. If you see a problem that you don't like, you have to change it. And um, homelessness in LA was is at an all-time high. It grew, I think, 32% in the past four years. We fight not only for uh, people facing homelessness, we fight for the, uh, the queer community, we fight for black lives. Um, I still uh, talk to them uh, as much as I can because they're doing God's work. You also write your own songs sometimes. Tell me what inspires your lyrics. In, in your last video, you were talking about, we were talking about singing your lane. You have a perspective unlike anyone else's. The pain you go through, the happiness you go through, the love, that's all there. And it deserves to be heard. And you do yourself a disservice if you don't share those words. It's therapeutic. It's not therapy, but it's therapeutic. And, and when you hear those artists who, um, who can kind of grapple on to those words that, that you, you vibe with, I mean, there's catharsis there. And sort of relating to theater back to that would you say that you use songwriting as an outlet for you and do you have challenges that you are seeking your I guess your artistry to help with those challenges or do you have even challenges in your upcoming of making your own self as an artist a goal that everyone should have is to discover as much about themselves as they can in the time that we're given and the way that I do that is through music and through writing. You know, the challenges I face might not be the same as someone else's, and um, the feelings I have may not be the same as someone else's, but, but they're my feelings, and, and they're valid. And when you can say that about, you know, your own feelings, like, yeah, validate yourself, love yourself, and take care of yourself. Put that inner artist first, and those passions first, and and the road will open. Talk to me about what you have coming up next. Do you have any projects for us? I'm gonna be switching back to uh, theater um, for the summer. I'm, I'm working with Chicago Shakespeare. I host um, open mic night, and I perform at Elixir in Boys Town. Yeah, it's super queer. It's a great, great vibe. And aside from that, I have an EP that I hope to release this summer um, with some covers and some of my own original stuff.